0: Welcome to Friendly Competition, a podcast to discover the best of all time. I'm Nick Carey, alongside my co-host and best friend Cody Lena. Discuss various pop culture topics and hear it down to truly the best of all time.
1: Every day, Nick and I, we wake up, we look in the mirror, we we, we tell the world, come see how good we look, all right? We go to the bathroom, we piss excellence, right? I'd and then like we go, to... then we, and then we come on this show, and we are the, we are the voice of a generation. Mm-hmm. I couldn't. Th- I couldn't fucking. I couldn't find an elf quote to put in there, Nick. I need your help. Workshop in this bit. Okay. So I got <laughs> Anchorman, Talladega Goodnight, Step Brothers. I can't get Elf in there.
0: Um, we we do like we, Christmas.
1: We oh yeah, we're okay with Christmas. We, we like fun. Christmas.
0: I think he yeah, says we, that a lot. Um, Christmas is
1: good. We do know Santa. We in met the, Santa that one time. We Met
0: Santa. Uh, we are pro. Very pro. In fact, throwing snowballs at children. Yeah. At an aggressive rate, too.
1: (laughs) Yeah, fast. The faster and harder you can throw, the better. I want these kids coughing (laughs) up blood.
0: And snow. At some would say, yeah, a rate that is almost you're like, well, you're too good at like you shouldn't be. It's the same reason why you can't just let like LeBron James just go back to college because <laughs> he doesn't have eligibility. Why can't like,
1: he do that though? He should he have, have eligibility. That's well, he does. bullshit.
0: He, well, or no, he, he doesn't have eligibility because he got money to play basketball. So you lose is your amateur status. So,
1: well, he shouldn't lose his amateur status. He should regain his amateur status when he becomes an amateur. So the, I'm saying when he retires at hundred because he's still balling out of control yeah probably better than 50 percent of the people in the league and he's like i'm gonna go back and get an education yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna get my degree in accounting i feel like lebron would probably get an accounting degree it makes sense he's he's gonna do it smart yeah. guy and then you got a 60 year old man styling on these 19 year olds <laughs> that's gonna be so fun to watch i will watch oh that's march madness that i will watch
0: i mean what's interesting i wonder what's gonna change what if that rule is still in effect though because now even though they're still amateurs, they can make money off their name and likeness. Mm-hmm. So, like, maybe he could, and it would be great. I do know you can go play as long as it's not the sport you made money in. So, LeBron James, because like JR Smith, who played with LeBron James, now plays collegiate golf. Oh, <laughs> good. On like a collegiate golf team while he's like getting his education and like doing well on the collegiate golf circuit, I good guess. For him. Yeah. Like, I mean,
1: professional athlete, it's whatever.
0: Yeah. So there is the, like, I'm not saying LeBron James should go play football. I think maybe he's just old enough, but, like, I'm okay with it. Like, if he wants to go do it at, like, a D3 school, like, start small, right? Don't go to Alabama right away.
1: Yeah, what if it's, like, something wild, though? What if he's, like, fuck that, and he joins, like, the debate team, and they're like, (laughs) hey, we're the University of South Carolina. This This is Doug. He's our math whiz. This is Chris. This guy knows everything about history. This is LeBron James. He's six foot nine, and we're all scared of him. Yeah, because we're just a bunch of nerds. This is this is mostly for
0: intimidation for the other team because it's incredibly challenging to talk to talk against LeBron James. Most people just defer and say, "No, nah, no, nah, you're right." Yeah, you're right.
1: Anyone whose nickname, legit known worldwide, not a joke, no hyperbole, is king. Yeah, You'd probably defer to him in most yeah. situations. are just gonna We're... Who's the dominant male in this room? I mean it's probably the one we all call King. Probably that guy. And sure as fuck not us liberal cucks over here? Me and yeah. Nick. What about I'm gonna tell LeBron James he's wrong? No. <laughs> no. No, I don't. Oh, get- I'm sorry. Five,
0: nine, six, nine. Do you see yeah. the
1: difference here?
0: Like, it's not going to happen like that. I'm going to just be like, yeah, that's a good point, LeBron James. <laughs> I, I do think we should have more prisons. <laughs> Fuck. He's like, he like, he's like advocating for like a more extreme death penalty. Like he's like <laughs> one of those guys. Super like,
1: death. What is that? We yeah. don't have to do court anymore. No more court, no more trial. I don't <laughs> like that, man. Yeah. Like, I think that's a bad idea. Like, you start to be like, I mean, under, I mean,
0: the our own constitution, Amendment 8 says no unfair, unjust punishment. And then LeBron James, like, just looks at you and you're like, I mean, but that's like, you can get amendments changed.
1: Yeah, like, we change them all the time. Women yeah, can vote now. How We can how do, do you, that. How do you feel about that, LeBron? Yeah,
0: <laughs> that's cool. He's like, oh, I love the ladies vote. You're like, yeah. Uh,
1: yeah, me too, dude. Yeah, me all right. Too, yeah. yeah. So he's uh, that I think, one actually, I do want to say for the record that if LeBron James was uh, shooting for the super death penalty, I would probably tell him he's a stupid piece of shit right to his face. What's <laughs> and he then going to do? And then immediately – I'm gonna... Well, I'm not going to run. Dude's so fast. He's
0: so fast. Well, I think what you have to do is you try to – you're just trying to put as many obstacles. So you do your – you know, you do a table flip. Push your own people in front of you. Oh, gotta have your people to at
1: least give yourself the semblance that you might be able to get to a locked room. Am I trying to escape LeBron James in your mind's eye right now? Am I trying to escape LeBron James during like a debate?
0: Yeah, you're on a debate stage. Got it. Got got it. Got it. Theater. So, like, you do have the back to get through. You know. So there's some. I think your goal is you're trying to get to a locked room and hopefully one of LeBron James handlers can calm him down.
1: This is how you escape. Write this down, everyone. I used to do this all the time. I did it to Nick a hundred times. He probably doesn't even know. I would lose tails all the time in theater. This is what you do. Not hard. Walk behind the curtain. Sprint to the other end of the curtain. So you can, as soon as you see that curtain flap move, they're coming in to find you. Just go back in front of the curtain. They'll never look out there. They're dumb. Everybody's dumb. Go right out the front door. You're free to go. The crowd's not going to spoil it and give it away because they think it's part of the bit. Oh, sure. It's a cl- yeah. It's the- Oh, look at it's this. They must
0: this. This is a little funny thing. Look, now he's – look, he went, he tricked him, he got him.
1: Yeah, now it's he- like Scooby-Doo's play. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I get it. Yeah. No, I- dude, I escaped. I, I no, I, I, got <laughs> I
0: got away from LeBron James. I got away from LeBron James. I ran away from LeBron
1: James. We should start a group of people who can get together and just talk about how we escaped LeBron James.
0: The 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 various and it's a small group. It's small just group. Me and you. It's a hard group to find. Because
1: uh, we're we're sneaky. Yeah. And that's what we're talking about.
0: And that's mostly what it is. I I'm like, I'm trying to figure out. I'm like, wasn't was LeBron James an Anchorman three? Like or Anchorman, not Anchorman three. I'm sorry. Anchorman two is the is the one cuz there's the big like battle between the anchors but it's like on a national you know like Kanye West is there is what i'm saying so there was a few but it does not appear that LeBron James made that cut so Damn. i don't know it's apparent I, do you think do LeBron James and Will Farrell not
1: know each other they got to know each other
0: how would they not know like but there's not when you type in LeBron James Will Farrell there's not a lot
1: of great content and this just feels like, what What are we doing here? This is our job. This is what we, oh my God. This is why we've been put on this earth. Two just reasons to, to put on this earth. To bring LeBron James and fucking Will Ferrell together in an embrace that will shake the very foundation of our society and to kill God. That's our right. mission.
0: And I think we need the two of them.
1: Yeah, we, we need, like, need the power to do it.
0: I think that's what it is. But like, there are no photos. If you look on the internet, there are no photos of LeBron James and Will Ferrell just hanging out. There was LeBron James or Will Ferrell went to a Lakers game. But that doesn't—that's not it. Like that doesn't count.
1: That well, at least we know we know for a fact that they aren't the same person.
0: Oh yes, yeah. So that, that's they a were, good start. They were well, we in saw, the same well, room at the same time. We've seen Will
1: Ferrell play basketball. He did a movie, okay, basketball movie. What was it called? I can't remember. But he was a dunking on fools left and right. All, uh, all semi-pro, right, semi-pro. So we know he he got game. Yeah, yeah, he's there.
0: But yeah, so I mean, we will we'll move aside from LeBron James to. Mr. World Farrell. And here we are, folks, in the final four, where we have the winner of Group A, Elf, going up against the winner of Group B, Talladega Knights. And then we have the winner of Group C, Anchorman, going up against the winner of Group D, Step
1: Brothers. Cody, where do you want to start? Start with Elf and Talladega Knights. I'm having a problem here because I don't know how much... Points I give Elf because it's a Christmas classic. Talladega, yeah. I, I mean, some people probably celebrate the night before Talladega by watching Talladega Nights. Sounds great. The world over, people celebrate Christmas by watching Elf.
0: Yeah, it's man, but isn't it's weird watching a Christmas movie not during Christmas time, though? I mean, huh? It sure is, but it, it is amazing how much like it feels right. Everything feels normal when you're watching it during Christmas. The second we cross over that that December 26th and on, you're like. This is kind of, why is everyone going with this? This is ridiculous. (laughs) Like there is something to be said truly about Christmas magic, because this plot is 100% driven by that. And if this was just like, imagine if this movie, if elf himself wasn't there in December, right? If buddy doesn't get to New York city in December, but he got there in like August brute, like it's brutal New York heat. The sidewalks smell like piss. They're loaded up, up with trash. And now you have this, like, guy in an elf costume trying to be like, where's Santa? You, like, I know I'm not going back to what we've already talked about, but I'm saying the only reason this happens is because of Christmas magic well, and how because, yeah, powerful. Christmas-
1: well, Nick, here's the fucking deal. It makes total sense. I've thought about it. If someone shows up to me on Christmas Eve dressed like an elf and they're like, dude, Santa just crashed in the park and we have to help him. I can't afford not to take that seriously. Yeah. Any yeah. other day of the year, I can just walk right by that guy, don't make eye contact, don't acknowledge. Mm-hmm. But on this day, this is come. This on. is it. I gotta make sure he's he's wrong. I gotta check this. Well, and this could be a
0: Tim Allen. This could be a Tim Allen situation. Where Absolutely.
1: It, we don't I know. Maybe I'm Santa, Santa Claus. Santa Claus. I like, can save Santa Claus. Yep. I might have to do a Futurama situation where Santa Claus gets so behind schedule that he needs someone to help. So I have to ride sure. shotgun with Santa Claus. Yep. Uh, I don't know. Maybe I get a fucking magic flying reindeer pet out of the situation. You got the space in your backyard. I've I've said I've, that. that I, I've, like, yeah. I've, I've walked in your backyard
0: and been like, you could easily get one reindeer, maybe two. Maybe, maybe two. two. I maybe said, two, I, I was but... like, I
1: said at least two and then. Catherine put the kibosh on the reindeer stuff again this year, dude.
0: I mean, I understand that, like, A, no, it's not their natural habitat. It's not nearly cold enough. What ha- What about all the grass? What about our garden? Are they going to eat that? And, like, yes, these are wonderful questions to be asking, but, like, also. Flying deer. Flying reindeer.
1: <laughs> That's it. That's are it. Are you kidding me? Like, and also, you can't get a DUI on a reindeer because the reindeer is driving. These are I, he's not drunk.
0: These are facts. These are Facts the problem is cody i did get your reindeer drunk oh i did i did that was a silly it was a, every time i went to go use the bathroom i did give it oh like, just a little tipped, bit tipped it back a little bit you know just to be like i don't know, have a fun ride home buddy like, I did, I thought, rain,
1: okay cool. my head reindeer, it was like more so,
0: of like a gonna be like whoa like more of a roller coaster but yeah
1: cool so yeah. reindeers can metabolize that then you looked it up
0: yeah everyone oh, cool. knows that we're you fine can get a reindeer drunk you can get <laughs> can you not animals can get drunk right like they shouldn't, You shouldn't. there's like one, drunk. I'm not saying I'm getting them drunk. I'm just saying there's a universe, like alcohol impacts the species. Like if you are a brained animal, okay.
1: Alcohol has to impact you, right? This isn't a I dumb would thing. This, Is this I, a dumb- I don't think it's a dumb thing, but I also don't know enough to talk. I could be talking on my ass so fast. I have no idea, dude. Maybe there's a duck out there that just runs on alcohol. People get, like, bodies are weird. Bodies are weird in the human species. We start adding animals in the mix. Dog, there's animals out here that eat rocks. So the rocks will, like, chew their food in their stomach. Dude, here's. Just get teeth. Yeah, My dog, I get my dog. That. just yeah. get
0: teeth. I, here's my thing. I know that some, like, I know, like, bats and, like, they are known for, like, eating. Because a lot of it's, like, eating old fruit, right? Fruit that's, yeah. go, that's gone bad. And, but, and the sugars are now be, it turned, being turned into alcohol. Man, I miss science in like the like 1780, like 1800, 1850 to I think like 1900 is probably the best time for science. We now know we now have enough technology to do some cool stuff, but there are still no laws. There are no organizations <laughs> for the safety Nick, of, of animals, people, anything. Fuck <laughs> like fuck that. No one cares. You can get all the like I could publish Professor Keller and the study of
1: which animals get the drunkest
0: and are dopest to party with.
1: Like, they, they love it. I'm saying if everyone, if anyone gets a time machine, they're like, I'm gonna go see the Beatles. I'm gonna go kill Hitler. Fuck that shit. <laughs> Nick and I are gonna go back to the 1800s and we, com- with our combined knowledge, we're just smart enough to get a couple medicine things right, but just wild enough that we could change the world, dude, of medicine. We could get in there. I just wanna, yeah, like we'll just go back in
0: time. We'll find all the big questions that we can't answer anymore in society. Most, yeah about animals getting drunk we'll go back in time do that research then and then publish it then and then we move forward you can't how would that that can't impact the time parrot that's not going to be that big of a time paradox situation right what did we really change it's something that we couldn't do now anyway and by having it we just know it there's no like. it's
1: because all these liberals out here won't (laughs) let us get animals drunk yeah But it's like, what would that change? PETA's on my ass, dog. (laughs) Okay, well, I'm going shot for shot with my boy, Stuart. And all of a sudden, PETA's got a problem with me? I'm sitting, I'm still like, PETA, they, I'm not even, I'm trying to party with
0: these animals. They're still over there killing them. Why are you focused on me? I'm not killing anyone. I mean, yeah, we did learn that like a rat can't do a full shot of Everclear. And maybe to some that was obvious, but that is what science is about at the end of the day. Yeah. That is what Telling it's
1: about. So yeah, so. I, I, the point I'm trying to make is I think I have to go Talladega Nights on this one because Elf is amazing and I love Elf, but the second I watched it, it wasn't Christmas. I don't want to watch it. I don't want to be it's here. A, isn't that wild? Like it really <laughs> felt like I
0: had to sit through it. Like yeah. like, like on Christmas, like, like I said, I'm an avowed, like I, it's not my favorite. I'm happy to move Talladega on Um, overall, but it's like at least around Christmas, if someone's like, Elf's like, hey, we're going to watch Elf. I'm going to be like, all right, fine. Like, I'll watch it.
1: Yeah. No, then, I love Elf around Christmas, but the second it's not Christmas, I have like a violent reaction. I'm like, and it's not even that it's a bad movie. It's just like, this isn't okay.
0: Yeah. This this d- isn't okay. This isn't right. This does- so, and I think to that point then, because I think there's going to be a lot of people who are like, you're being ridiculous. You just, you, you have to move Elf on. Um, Hey folks. To those, watch it right now. Pause watch it right this. now. Go Go watch it and come back and talk to us. If there's a, if there's a Will Ferrell movie that you can only watch for, and I'll be generous and give you October. October. I'll be generous and give you, well, I guess like November 1st through, through December. I'll get, that's two months. That means there's 10 months out of the year that we cannot watch. It is unwatchable. It is in fact, an unwatchable film. If it's not those two months, (laughs) Caldega nights, year round still year round baby i was just fine even though it's not nascar season right now nascar nascar season doesn't start for another like two three months yeah it's really big into nascar i i just know that it's just got to be a little bit warmer that's nascar always starts way earlier than i think it like all of a sudden i'm like oh what that and horse racing are the two things that when they come up i'm always like it's March. What, <laughs> what are we doing? What's ha- like, I'm, I'm like, I still have like three feet of snow around me. And I'm like, there's places in America that you could race a horse. A horse would die here if it tried. So that's what we're saying, folks. That's, I take that logic. and like And like Cody said, if you don't believe us, Please go watch it right now. Please go watch Elf right now and try to get through it. And you won't. It's, so, not, it's not that it's a bad movie. It's just it. the vibe is wrong. The vibe mi- is wrong. Yeah. It, and it, it accentuates all of the issues that we've previously discussed when it comes to the movie Elf. So, all right, I'm with you. We'll move Talladega Nights on where it will go up against Anchorman or Step Brothers. This is, I'm going to, I think I'm going to say something kind of controversial. Okay. And is... I think Anchorman has been thoroughly ruined in the sense that like, as I was watching it, almost every line in that movie, I have heard someone else say, and so it like take, and then so I'm watching the movie, but now I'm thinking about my friend in high school. And then also, and then I'm, and then I'm like, well, that, and like, and that wasn't really funny when they did it. And so, th- and then immediately next, there's another line. That you're- and I then think- I'm doing that. I'm rare. I'm rarely in the movie. And then also, if I don't notice a line, like like every line almost sounds like it's written to be a quote, right? Like even yeah. if you're listening to someone, like, "Wow, you opened the door pretty hu- pretty hard there." You're like, "Is that a quote? Is that something Is that, that, that people something say- like?" T- I'm like going back in my own head and be like, "Has someone said that joke to me too?" Now? That's like- the
1: problem. So, Anchorman suffers from the fact that it was such a defining point of a whole generation of kids like our age good boys our age yes. everybody watched it and was formed like it was formative for us so yeah. it became life that's why no one wants to watch their own life all day i hear people quoting this shit all the time still it takes yeah. me back to, when i'm watching anchorman i'm not watching anchorman i'm at work i'm at i'm at the park you know i'm living mm-hmm. my life i'm back in the high schools of school and college
0: yeah but like not in the
1: way that I want to
0: be. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. Yeah. These aren't places I'm trying to get back to either. Like necessarily, like I'm pretty good now, I think. And the other part, Anchorman, I'm not saying that Anchorman isn't funny, but in watching it now, it really plays like a movie that is full of like sketches and not in and of itself a coherent narrative
1: yeah the like, story of the movie is not the most important part about the movie that, that is not at sure. all it no but yeah exactly I don't want they, to take away from the fact that Anchorman again forged us Nick would we be here today without Anchorman doing the show I don't yeah. know
0: I mean we're what we're talking to the people Ron Burgundy talked to the people yeah uh, I
1: got a, I have a mustache Ron Burgundy had a mustache
0: that's undeniable it's undeniable what it's shaped us into I think Step Brothers, because like okay. I went I was watching it I watched Anchorman And then immediately I was like, okay, I I need to just rewatch Step Brothers right now. And like, I felt like I needed that cleanse because A, I wanted to see, okay, maybe I'm wrong about Step Brothers. Wasn't because Step Brothers has the very irreverent, like, whoa, that's such a random reference while still being a nice, cohesive through and through story. And if I think the message of Will Ferrell's movies is about like toxic masculinity and pointing out the like how inherently dumb these guys look and taking that down. I just think he does a better job in Step Brothers of doing that and then also redeeming them. Ron Burgundy
1: is not really. Is yeah, not, I hear what you're saying. I think he does the, the same message in Anchorman. Yeah, I do. I do too. I I want us to come at it from this because everything you're saying, I uh, to a degree agree with, but I don't want to forget the point. If you could social, if you could wipe out the social conscience of all these movies, and we watch them for the first time today, Uh I think I think we'd laugh more at Anchorman. I don't think Anchorman the isn't. It's a victim. It's suffering from success. Anchorman is the definition of suffering from success. Because there's, I've talked to people who have never seen Step Brothers.
0: Right, and we've said this before that Step Brothers is maybe of all of these the first. The when you watch it the first time is probably the worst. I would say it's outside of Elf. When it's not during Christmas season, but <laughs> but most of us watched it on Christmas season. So That's I not even
1: in this discussion. I'm not stop gonna do catching it. strays over here. I, I'm
0: just always any chance I get. I'm still gonna. I don't like it. Yeah. So that. So I I do agree with you. I do think that it would play a lot better if it wasn't so tied to all of this. Because like I said, I just spent most of that movie being like, oh I've heard. Oh yeah, I remember. I remember this line. Or like, is that is that a quote? That's got to be a Ooh, wait, what when do they use that? Like what? And it just it just really dampened the experience overall. The crazy yeah. I mean, the one thing that's crazy about watching Anchorman is how loaded with stars it is. In yeah, and knowing that at the time, none of these guys are really like. Paul Rudd is maybe the most famous outside Paul of- Paul Rudd's Wilco. about to break through. Yeah, he's at the cost, like Paul but... Rudd's been here. Paul Rudd's been here. He was there. He was in Clueless and all this, but like Paul Rudd's about to have his own major breakthrough. I break actually don't know if that's
1: true about Paul Rudd. I think we all just look back and see Paul Rudd as being like way more famous than he was, but like he was playing a bit part in this movie. He played a, a side part in 40-Year-Old Virgin. I, I don't remember Paul Rudd actually going to be the leading man until like recently. Oh, no, I'm I'm agreeing with,
0: but I'm saying like, I'm just saying in that move in Anchorman. Oh, yeah. I think Paul Rudd's the second most famous when it's released at the time of its release. Paul Rudd's probably the second most famous guy on that roster. Fair, fair, fair. On a roster that eventually had like Seth Rogen's in there. Jack Black is in it. You know, I mean, Jack Black's probably at that time pretty famous, but he only has his like small role.
1: I mean, we got, let's just give credit where credit is due. That movie probably needed some star power, and we have to thank Christina Applegate for that because she's by far the <laughs> biggest name on the marquee of that movie, right? And the and the
0: only one who's like it feels. It's not that she's not funny in it, but it, she feels like she's the only one who is trying. She, I,
1: she's she's a good actress. She's an actual movie.
0: actress. Amongst, yeah, exactly.
1: Amongst but It's nice boys. to have her because she grounds you in this world that's
0: like ridiculous. Doesn't it, none of it matters, Cody. Here's what does matter. I'm going Step Brothers. I it's okay. I hear you. I do just and and some of this is I mean just putting putting the monkey on the table or putting the elephant in my pants. Whatever it is, I don't know where these mm-hmm. animals need yeah. to go. All I know is I'm trying to get them drunk. Step Brothers is is prob is my favorite. I think like at all of this said and done, and it is the movie I go back to the most. Okay. so I have my biases, but I I do I think-, think I can be vindicated in this by saying I think Step Brothers is. Better than Anchorman, and is does better at what Anchorman was trying to do.
1: I, I'm, I'm, I'm at this point. I think at this point in my life, I would rather watch Step Brothers than Anchorman. Mm-hmm. But I think of the movies, I think Anchorman is the better one. I think it's funnier. I think, it, I mean, the message might not be the same, but as a watch, I think it's a more powerful, funnier watch. That and I think it did more. For pop culture, I think it did more for Will Ferrell's career. I think it did more. I think it was just more. And I'm going to go with Anchorman.
0: I I can't. I don't think I can fully disagree with you. I mean, no, you can't. Like, Don't get me wrong. It's not that I think Step Brothers has its fans, but it's nowhere near an Anchorman level. It's a. There's no Step Brothers 2.
1: Exactly. More brothers. More brothers. (laughs) I would love to see what those guys got up to, though.
0: I would have. They could have kept going. I could have done a series with those guys, you know? Like, let's just move it straight into a series and, like, let's get going. All right, folks, we'll settle this the only way we know how with the American Voting Coin of 2004 is brought to you by random.org. We've got John Kerry facing up, which means George Bush is on the other side. Low seed gets a pick. Anchorman was the 15 seed. So, Cody, what are you going to do?
1: I, I am going to go with John Kerry because we mistakenly said he was from California for the first 300 episodes of this show. Yeah. And yeah. the movie takes place in San Diego. That's it.
0: There we go. Perfect. That's all we need. All right, we'll flip. George Bush. So now we have Talladega Knights going up against Step Brothers. I Talladega
1: Knights would... had the funniest line of all four of these movies. The funniest What's thing. Your... And I, it's the first time I really realized what was happening. I've watched the movie. This is probably like my third time watching it. But I I never registered this line until this watch. And okay. it is right after uh, Wilfredo's character goes crazy and <laughs> gets put in the hospital. And he, he comes oh. home. He comes home. He's been gone for less than an hour, mind you. He comes in the door and <laughs> Dale's with his wife, and he's like, "He's like, we're getting married. I want you to be the best man." He's like, "What are you talking about? I lost my job. You're marrying my wife this is the worst day ever." And he goes, "Hey, you lost your job. You lost your wife. You don't need to lose your best friend." <laughs> it's so good, dude. <laughs> That'd be like my- if you walked in and I'm marrying Kellyanne, and I'm like, Nick, think about this. Think
0: about this. You don't want to. Hey man, you don't want to lose me too. I the thing I think between the thing with Talladega Knights versus Step Brothers is you have your very grounded Will Ferrell funny character like this is a person right like this is not a like versus a true character character like Ricky Bobby
1: mm-hmm.
0: right like Talladega Knights, Ron Burgundy is a character I don't I can't even think I don't even think I would remember the name of of his character in Step Brothers Dale. Dale Brennan but Brennan he's Brennan, Brennan. but it, it's Brennan right like I mean it's yeah he's just a guy it's just silly like I so this is where this is the the crossroads I'm at I mean it's similar to Anchorman but I just knew where my heart fell on that one it's like do I like my do I like my Will Ferrell as just a guy Joe Schmo but he just gets to be as funny as he wants to be or do I like do I like turning him up a little bit and letting him get inside of a character because i'll say it's hard for me not to say i think talladega knights is definitely sillier and i like them more like and i do enjoy when will ferrell's just silly and he just but everyone is so locked in about like how like they try to keep it real, right? Like the, when he thinks he's on fire and then he goes to the rehab. They, they yeah, stabs his rehab.
1: And he stabs himself. <laughs> and yeah. Like God, that line. Don't you put that on me, Ricky Bobby. Don't put that evil on me. I think I'm leaning Talladega Nights. I think both these movies are very good. I think Step Brothers probably, as far as like a story and a message, is a better one. But Talladega Nights is just funny. Will Ferrell can make, t- Will Ferrell doesn't care about the script. It doesn't matter. If you give him a funny situation. He's like a, the best sitcom movie guy ever. Yeah. You give him I, a situation and he's going to milk every ounce of funny out of it.
0: Cody, let's just do this. I'm not saying this has to, this isn't a deciding factor. Okay. But let's just, let's just go back and forth until we can't come up with bits. You be Talladega Knights. Okay. I'll be Brothers. Okay. You can always feel free to help if there's just one you feel like the other Got it, got, got, to got, got it, got it, got it, got it. But I just want to see for this for the science of it. Does one have more memorable moments? Okay, that, or quotes oh. too? Like if you got want it. to throw I'll, a quote, I'll,
1: I'll start. I got Taladanganites. It Nights*. Uh, when they're discussing their favorite type of Jesus, baby Jesus versus all that, that whole lot that dinner scene is phenomenal. Yeah, talking to Grandpa, threatening Grandpa's life—so good.
0: I—I uh, I mean, I will. Oh, see, I, even if I put them head to head, though, I'd go Taladangan. Because I—I'll give you then the dinner scene with the real Brennan's with the, brother. with Brennan's brother. And the, the dad just being so enamored with how cool he is. Also, there's a line when, now I can't, uh, Adam Scott. And he's like, I was on, he's like, yeah, man, sorry, I couldn't make the wedding. I was on a super yacht with Chef Bobby Flay, Mark Cuban, Chris Daughtry. And, you're, <laughs> and it's played for, oh, look at those douchebags. You'd hate to be on that boat. And now I'm like. I would, I, that sounds like a cool trip, man. I would, oh, hit, why are they all in the same boat? I'm like, uh, like, it's clearly just meant to in 2006 or seven or whenever this came out, just take, it's just stray shots at Bobby Flay, <laughs> Chris Daughtry and Mark Cuban. And I'm like, yeah, dog. I don't even think we had shark tank yet though. So like, <laughs> I'm here to, I got to talk to Mark Cuban about the shark, some of the best shark tank moments. Like Chris Daughtry's grabbing it. his guitar, playing, playing the hits. And Bobby Flay chefing up?
1: <laughs> I, I think we can do this. All they both these movies have so many good things. Talladega Nights, the Cougar in the car. Nick, I think the bit count might be equal. I just think it's, we could do this a, too it's long. Dense. It's too powerful. Let's think. All right, you're on Step Brothers. I'm on Talladega Nights. The bad thing about the worst part about Talladega Knights is Amy Adams' characters in the movie. She never gets really in interd- Like you can tell, she, she makes almost just no there. sense. She makes almost no sense. She's she, and she is necessary. so
0: unnecessary to bringing him back. You did. If you wanted a love interest type character, his kids, right? You have the kid, the mom. He could you have done the first kids, mother right there, or the dad. I mean, you have the whole dad storyline. Yeah, the all right. Worst part of Step Brothers, I can't think of one. It's a perfect movie. No, <laughs> well, that's a... yours has a bad one. Mine doesn't, so I'm gonna have to go with that. I would say worst part of Step Brothers has got to be, if I'm being honest, if I'm being really, really honest
1: with yourself. I appreciate this. Yeah. Yeah. Open up.
0: I don't really care for the Catalina wine mixer ending.
1: Oh, yeah. He's just I just don't like, yeah,
0: I just don't really need it. Like I, I get what it does and it's funny when it but it's like he's also this is where I'm like He's not that great of a singer. Like, so the fact that everyone goes along with like, he's like the songbird of a generation. Yeah. (laughs) uh, I just don't buy it. And it just is almost too dumb to end it on when it's like
1: otherwise fairly grounded. All right, Talladega Nights gotta go. I'm
0: locking it in. I don't care what you do. I think I'm going Talladega Nights. I think at the end of the day, this is where if I really want that will, and I think I'm trying to also be pure to what I think other people want from their Will Ferrell as well. I think I got to go Talladega Nights because it's like you said, it is funny off of the first rip. And then it's only funnier with more viewings. So I think I'm with you. I think we got to move Talladega Nights on, which I think is controversial. I want to say that. I think we're but I'm going to tell you all right now. Go do it for yourself. Go rewatch because you might be like that one's like the dumbest one. No, go back because they really they laced that with some really brilliant stuff.
1: It's got it in there.
0: Everyone's hidden. running on, pardon the pun, but everyone's firing on all cylinders. Every yeah. Like everyone's crushing it. So, all right. Yeah. Well, that is it for us folks. Talladega Nights on the boat. Thank you all so much for listening to this episode of Friendly Competition. If you want to about your boys, a few things that you can do, as always, share with a friend, tell a friend. Wherever you're listening to this, make sure you hit that like, follow, and
1: subscribe, and give us those five stars, please. Absolutely follow us all of our social media. We're on Instagram, Facebook, and X. Oh. Just like a bad friendly comp pod. If you have an idea for a whole 16-team tournament you'd like to see us do, email us to the friendly competition podcast at gmail.com. We need some more actors, actresses, best gun. The salad dressing.
0: Yeah, those are both of those. We would be equally as good of experts in. As always, shout out to Charizard for that intro music. If you want to hear more of their stuff? Head over to Bandcamp. Type in Charizard and replace the vowels with sixes. That is going to be it for us, folks. We got a new season coming to you on Monday. But until then,
1: I've been Nick Carey. And I'm Cody Lena. If you don't shoot Big Red, then fuck you. <laughs>